0: Like a dark storm passing through the open sky. It is ominous, terrifying, and seems as though it'll really last forever. It casts a shadow of depression, of of melancholy and meaninglessness, of hopelessness. Emotions can be like that. So too are the gorgeous fluffy clouds that stretch layer after layer into the evening sky. They are joyful, confident, and seems as though they will stay forevermore. Emotions can be like that. But the clouds don't stay. Storms go into spectacle and back again, constant movement disguises permanence. Oh, but I wonder, I wonder, what are the good and bad clouds covering up? I wonder, what is the nature of the sun? Hi, my name is Ken Jerome, and welcome back to another recording, another taping of, you know, just some silver words of pleasantry. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing fantastic. I hope you're um, being honest with yourself and everything that you are and everything that you could be. It's the new year. It's 2021. Hallelujah. Uh, How great is that? That doesn't necessarily mean that the problems of 2020 are gone, you know, but any excuse for a fresh beginning, uh, I think we'll take it. I think I'll take it. So, you know, new beginnings. Hell yeah, I'm down for that. Um, But again, hi, my name is Keen. I just read some words to you. Um, I wrote those words at some point, again, as per usual of this show, this recording, this program, I don't remember when I wrote it, but they are uh, words of mine and I do enjoy them and would like to explain them. If you don't mind, if you'll indulge me. But anyways, you are looking fantastic, by the way. I didn't want to mention that. Um, emotions are entirely fascinating to me. I don't, I don't know about you, Um Because, you know, I feel like I realized pretty early on, like, hey, I'm having feelings. This is strange. You know, I'm not just like vibing all the time. You know, I'm not just like humming at like a a base seven mood. Like, uh, my mood fluctuates, which is entirely strange. And I got very curious about it from a pretty young age and tried to figure them out to really no avail. Other than just one key element is that they don't stay the same, which is frustrating. Because it's like, hey, I want to be happy all the time. Why can't I be happy all the time? And I find that happiness feels so good. You know, it's such a a lovely high where I'm like, wait a minute. When I'm not feeling happy, something is wrong. Something is bad. I don't want to feel bad. I don't want pain. No one wants pain, obviously. But I, I want to be happy. So I strive towards the things that make me happy. And of course, there are different levels of happiness, whether you go purely uh, pleasure, which is you know the more shallow stuff you can indulge in. And then the, uh, the spectrum goes all the way to fulfillment, where it's like, ooh, I, I'm doing this. I'm recording this because it makes me happy. Ha ha. But something strange happens. And I don't know if you've discovered this in your life, but I've discovered it in my life that when I'm seeking happiness, I can't find it. Let me explain. When I try to make myself happy, it only reinforces the fact that I'm not happy in that moment. So th- let's take the that's let's not go so esoteric here I'm um, and take like, oh I want a candy bar. Ha ha. And if I really, really you know, I don't have a candy bar right now, I want uh, what do I like? Uh three musketeers. Woo! Great candy bar. So if I want that the three musketeers that of, uh, what's what's the filling called? Uh the Oh no, now I can't think of it. This is embarrassing. I don't remember. Someone's probably screaming it right now. Whatever the feeling is, you know what you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I wanted three musketeers, but I don't have it right now. And if I really concentrate on how how much I want a three musketeers this moment it only reminds me that I don't have it right now. And that just makes me more depressed. You know if you want to go really deep on it, the one of the underlying princi- principles of Buddhism is that desire equals suffering. Which is kind of such a weird thing to say because then you want to desire not to desire and then you're trapped. I'm for, I don't know. I don't know much about the Buddha. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure. He he had some stuff figured out, no doubt, no doubt. He was a prince, like sat under a tree, uh, tree for 40 days and like discovered everything, like just all the answers. Cool guy. So appreciate the paradox, my guy. Woo! Anyways, every time I seek happiness, I can't find it. And doesn't that suck? Because, like, I want to be happy. Happiness is cool. But I think there is a larger lesson, which is that, hmm, maybe happiness shows up when I'm not looking for it. When I'm trying to do other things. Because I suppose you could say that if, ooh, I want to be happy right now, I want this Three Musketeers right now, it's quite inherently selfish. Like, I want to feel this way. And, by the way, who am I to determine how I should feel? Like, I have no control over my emotions. I I can kind of spark triggers that are like, uh, ooh, I like to play piano. So normally when I, if I press these keys, I will get cool endorphins. Like that works, but not all the time. There are plenty of times when I'm trying to play piano or trying to do some other stimulus that makes me normally happy, um, you know, passions and whatnot. And it doesn't. I'm like, well, then how do I be happy? And this gets me on this whole train of, oh, it's inherently selfish, and who am I? Emotions happen to me just as much as um, the weather does. I have no control over the weather. It just happens. I'm like, oh, it's raining, all right, It's, uh, it's raining outside. I don't necessarily have that much emotional investment in the rain, and yet I have so much investment in my emotions, even though I control my emotions just about as much as I control the rain. Interesting. So then that kind of leaves two options that I can either keep wanting, it to, keep wanting it to be sunny, if we're equating sunny with happiness, even though I really like the rain. If we keep equating sunny with happiness, I can either get all upset about it and focus on the fact that it's raining instead of being sunny right now, you know, option one, or option two, eh, it's raining. That's what the weather is. Because I don't have any control over it. And every time I try to make myself feel better, it doesn't work. I just feel worse. And then you feel worse about it and not working. And it's just a plummet to, to death and depression as quarantine was for me. Um, not necessarily death and depression. A little bit depression. But <laughs> more about um, trying to make myself feel one way and it just not working. And that uh, you know, spiral into hell, really. So don't try, I guess. Very strange, because happiness, again, so great. But it shouldn't necessarily be sought after, at least to what I can tell. It just happens like the weather. And so now going back to the words I I just read you at the beginning of this program, quote, But the clouds don't stay. Storms go into spectacle and back again. Constant movement disguised as permanence. End quote. Disguised as permanence because when you're happy or the... A stronger emotion really is when you're sad it feels like it'll last forever dear god does it feel like it'll last forever you're just wallowing you're just you know 2 30 a.m eating MMs. you're not doing good you're not doing good and you're like man this is my life now um to the point where a strange acceptance uh falls over you you're like well i guess i'm sad now it'll last forever but like that uh, old phrase i don't know where it comes from but this too shall pass the sadness passes the clouds pass sunshine And that feels like that'll stay forever. But it doesn't. Constant movement disguised as permanence. And that makes me wonder, okay, okay. So if I can't control the weather, if I can't control the rain, if I can't control the clouds, they're always turning into spectacle and back again. And just in the same way, I can't control my emotions. Then as much as it sucks perhaps I should stop making such a big deal out of the rain. And again, this is difficult, and perhaps this is just uh, the way mine, you know, I only know my own mind, and I only know how I think and what I have power over in my own mind, so perhaps for some people, they don't have the luxury of not, of viewing the rain as just rain, you know. uh, I don't know. I'm just me. I'm just 18. Remember, silver words of pleasantry. Everything taken with a grain of salt. My name is Kenny. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I'm talking fast today. Wow. Speedy quick. <laughs> Gotta be entertaining and yet informative. <laughs> I'm never publishing this. this is, no one will ever hear this. But that's okay. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I like to spread my joy. Um, but yes, I luxury that I... Uh, think the way I do, maybe, I don't know, maybe there's better ways to think, you know, that'd be nice to know, but I, I can't speak for the minds of other people, I can only share my own experience and go, hey, this kind of worked for me, maybe it'll work for you, and what's worked for me so far in my 18 years of wonderful life is to not care so much about the rain. And like I say in, in the last sentence of what I read to you in the beginning of this program, quote, I wonder, I wonder, what is the nature of the sun? End quote. What happens when I stop being so invested in my emotions, so invested in the the clouds and the rain? What peace befalls me if I don't care whether I'm happy or sad? Because in the end, and this will be a recurring theme throughout this podcast, this program, because it's a recurring theme in my life, I'm just borrowing. I didn't choose to be born. I didn't choose to have the emotions I do. I didn't choose to have the mind I do. I didn't choose to have the emotions. Uh, or <laughs> I already said that. I didn't choose to have the environment that I grew up in. The parents, the friends. Uh, so little choices in the matter of who and what I am. And because everything is in a constant state of flow, you know, to the point where you feel like you're you're trying to grasp on. Slippery rocks in a river. There's, there's nowhere to stand. It's all changing. The shifting, uh, shifting sands of time. Ooh, that that, that seemed a little too philosophical. Sh- shifting sands of time. Anyways, because it's always changing. I'm just borrowing. I, I I don't own anything. Everything's always changing. I can't lay claim to this friend or that experience because it'll inevitably change. As everything does, because I'm changing moment to moment. By the time I start this sentence right here, once I get to the end of the sentence, I am a different person than when I started it. Crazy. And so because there's nowhere to stand and because I can't really own anything because you know, in the end, you know, we all die, we all die in that, that, that kind of thing, the depression. I'm just borrowing. And that's been a fantastic mindset for me to have in my life is to not strongly, strongly grasp it, is to not strongly grasp the things in my life or, you know, even the people, the circumstance, the stimuli, the events, the happenings, whatever you wanna call it. I'm not holding on to the fact that it's raining or that it's sunny or who's with me because I'm just borrowing. I'm just grateful that it's there in the first place. I'm just happy to be alive. Life's pretty cool. And there's a piece to that. To seeing the rain as, oh, it's just happening. And even to acknowledging that, yeah, you know, this sucks. I I don't mean to sugarcoat things. You don't want to lie to yourself. But you also don't have to make things such a big deal. I'm a massive believer in that we have choice in how we react to life. I have no control over what happens to me. But I have all the power in the world over how I react to it. And that is my power. Despite the constant flow of change of life, despite the storms of rain and sunshine and whatever jazz, despite everything changing, I still choose how I react to it. And even though I can't really pin down who I am, because e- even I am changing moment to moment, that choice always stays the same. That something happens to me, and there's a moment of options. Because I refuse. I refuse to be a victim. Maybe that's my own arrogance. But I refuse to have things in my life dictate who I am without my consent. If something bad happens to me and it's, and it's going to form me in a negative way. Or it's going to make me you know, lose my moral code or break my character. I'm not a fan of that. I want to choose. And so far I've been able to. And so assuming that choice is true, that I can choose how I react to life, and if I choose to view emotions, whatever they may may be, bad or even good, as just the weather, I wonder what happens. Again, this this is an ideal, I haven't reached this yet, I'm sure this is a lifelong journey of not even trying to master one's emotions, but rather to... Allow one's emotions. I'm nowhere near that. You know, I, I think it's a theme that I, I know a lot of things theoretically, but not experientially. Uh, experientially? Experientially. Words. <laughs> but if I know one thing, I have a choice and I choose that. And I'm just curious what happens when I stop paying mind to the weather of my mind. I don't know. But you know, in the end, it's just some silver words of pleasantry. I hope you, dear listener, are doing fantastic. I hope you are allowing yourself to feel what you need to feel. I hope you're being kind to the person in the mirror. And I hope the voice in your head, as much as you can control it, is kind as well. And to treat yourself like a friend who you're in charge of helping. To have a, a, a loving tone of voice with yourself and to keep going. It's 2021, baby. We can't stop now. Thank you for listening. This has been another program of Silver Words of Pleasantry. My name is Kian. And Godspeed.